be reading. I'm Jerrica. And I'm Leah. And we're back. It's no longer summer, or it is still summer, but... I mean, work, it has summer, summer vibes are gone. And work has begun, and my alarm clock told me that at 6.15 in the morning, yeah. which I did not like no. at all. And my inner nap time clock told me that around 10.30 <laughs> today. I'm like, oh, what time is it? It's time for a nap. Oh, gotta work. Gotta work. What a bummer. Yeah. But here we are back to our reading schedule and we're super excited about that. We started Strange the Dreamer, which I've been reading to my kids. We'll talk a little bit more about later, but... Yeah. <laughs> Strange the Dreamer by Lainey Taylor. And we we get we should try to do this correctly this time. <laughs> I feel like we keep forgetting how how we're meant to do this. Uh, we're meant to judge the book by its cover, and we forget this more often than not. I realize we go straight into judging the we're actual like, book. <laughs> I read it. I have so much to say. Uh, right. I forgot about the cover. Uh, but we did, uh, we did. Uh, there's a few different covers for this uh, book, actually three or so. Are they just a change of color, or are they actual different No, like pictures? actual different. Okay. Uh, so the one that, that I think we both have the same version is this one, right? Yeah. Uh, the, the pale blue one with the birds. Yeah. Uh, but then there's also a blue one with, like, a, a golden moth. Okay. And then it's this half golden, half blue with, like, I think it's birds or moths flying off the, the gold into the blue. Looks like a sun and a moon, kind of. Maybe these are moths, too. I think they're actually moths on this one as well, now okay. that I think about it. Yeah, those look like moths, right? Yeah. Mm. Mothy. But I guess that makes sense in the prologue. There's moths that try to lift the blue-skinned girl, so mm -hmm. moths probably have something to do with this. I'm just going to go ahead and assume. Um, but, but yeah, there's a few different color covers, and there's a few different colors to the covers as well. Mm -hmm. um, I think the covers give off a little bit of the same vibe, but mm -hmm. more of these ones with the upside down moth makes it look a little more mechanical to me. Like I would think that it has... And it's got an eye in the middle of the an moth. Eye. Oh, very cool. Mm -hmm. So something more mechanical, like somebody is uh, devising a plan around something, where the other ones look a little bit more light and airy and... I think, honestly, the cover that we have, this pale blue one, is mm. the most boring one. Yeah. I really like this one, the half half yellow, half blue. Okay. Because I think it's cool. What do you think the book is about when you look at that, though? I mean, the gold, this is clearly gold, and this is the sky, and there's moths flying. Um, I don't know. It's hard to say, judging this book by yeah. its cover, by what it's about. Uh, maybe if we can add the title to, like, Strange the Dreamer... I don't know. Now, I've read the first three, so it's hard now to, okay. to kind of disconnect myself from the knowledge that Strange is an actual person. <clears throat> but I thought maybe that, like, the dreamer is strange, you know, kind mm -hmm. of like... Mm -hmm. I don't know. What do you think? I think that if I were to see this cover in a store, I would probably pass it up. I don't think I would be like, oh, but this one looks like something I like. First of all, the pale blue one with the moths on it make it look to me, like it's somebody who's passed away. Mm -hmm. it, uh, does, it has sure. a little bit of a yeah vibe of the, another life. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I get that instinct, but that's what I see when I see that, and then I think sad. 
Yeah. <laughs> and then it I does think... look sad. This the cover that we have, it does look sad. I, I would mm. assume that it's a sad book. And then the other ones, the blue one with upside down moth to me look mechanical, so I would say like it will probably not be my type of book if there's gonna be some mechanics at work. Mm-hmm. But the one that's your favorite will probably be the one I would look at the most, even though it doesn't say much about what the book is about. But I would pick it up based on the title alone. I like, like anything that's re- a strange or dreamer like, on it. Regardless of what the cover looked like, I would see Strange the Dreamer yeah. and I would be, ooh, I wonder what this is about. True, true, Just true. based on this title. True. Um, so I would probably pick it up. Would you, judging, judging by its cover, you would pass it up? I would pass up most of them other than that blue and yellow one. Mm-hmm. Um, I would probably pick it up, honestly, even though just just based on the name, I would pick it up. Cool. So, and we did pick it up. We did pick it up <laughs> because it's got really high reviews yeah. on Goodreads, which makes me a little bit scared in a way. Yeah. Because I'm afraid that it won't live up to the hype. What's your sweet spot of reviews in Goodreads? What kind of books do you like to read? Do you read them when they're... Under three and a half? Do you read them when they're above four and a half? What's the sweet spot? It's around four, I think, is my sweet spot. But but I also always read the description and try to figure out by reading a few of the reviews what it's actually about. Okay. Um, because sometimes there's authors I just don't like their way of writing and they get really high reviews in, in Goodreads and it's just not good and I don't like it. Mm-hmm. So I I can't say that it's all... If it's four star or higher, I would pick it up. But I will give it a chance if it's four stars or higher. I think more that. I would look deeper into if it's four stars or higher. If it's less than four stars, I'm less inclined to learn more about it. I think that's true for me as well. Though recently I I read a book. It was a romance book and I loved it and I gave it five stars. And then I looked at the reviews and it said... 3.8 3.8 something and I thought if I were to have looked at this review mm-hmm. I probably would not have read this book I would have gone to another book with a little higher rating so I have also that sweet spot of four and over and when it goes over 4.6 then I assume like it's like one of these books that everyone just follows their own crowd of thought and it's not always going to be something that I might this is true and and also um if it's like a really well-known author, like the Sarah J. Maas books, yeah, those books have like over four-star reviews before the books are even released. True. Because people will just go and rate it even if they haven't read it. Fans. Uh, because they're fans and they think they're going to like it going in. So there will be no critical thought attached to the review. It will just be like, I like this author, so I will like this book. Mm. Kind of thing. Um, but... Uh, we, did, we did talk about all of our favorite books, and uh, one of my favorite authors, Katie Kotegno, I think none of her books have even four-star review, because no it's very polarized uh, what people think of her books. Like, a lot of people don't like it. Okay. But I do. I do, I do, I do. So, under four is also readable, obviously, and oh, for sure. the more five stars they get, of course, that heightens up the rating. Um, and the hype a little bit, like yeah. like now, this has a really good review and there's lots of people that are reviewing it. And a lot of the reviews are like, I love this book. This is the best thing since sliced bread kind of thing. Like I could not mm-hmm. put it down. Mm-hmm. And this makes me excited to read it because I hope I'm going to feel that way. But I also get a little bit like, oh, what if I don't like it? Yeah, but then, then it's something <clears throat> you have an opinion on. Then you've read oh, it sure. and you get to decide on it. And I think... 
Also talking about this book, Strange the Dreamer, when you're going to buy it, and we suggest you guys buy it and read along with us, obviously, Mm -hmm. uh, shop around because we ourselves have found that this book was not in the apps that we normally uh, read books in, scribed or storytell. And it was in iBooks, but there were multiple different versions in iBooks with different prices. And, and some different of them, covers. And different covers. And different languages, so do check yeah, your language. That's true. Don't, you don't get the German one if you're German not German. <laughs> if you don't want to read in German. If you don't know German, don't get a German one. Right. <laughs> but the German one was 49 crowns. We're talking in Swedish crowns yeah. now. Uh, but then there was a cheaper one in English and also a more expensive one in English and yep. an even more expensive one in English with a different cover. So look around and uh, find the one you choose and read along with us. Mm-hmm. We are sure. going to summarize and our first three chapters of reading Strange to Dreamer and then we are going to guess what we think the plot is going to be about. Yes. So this book starts with the prologue, where someone falls from the sky and gets impaled. Yeah. And their their ghost leaves their body and sits on their chest. And there's moths that fly down and try to move the body. Mm-hmm. This is basically what happened. This person is blue-skinned, and the town they fall into is weep. Right. And then after the prologue... Can I just say right now <laughs> that I started to read this book to my children at night? This is summertime and they're going to bed way too late. Mm-hmm. They're two years old and four years old currently. And it was like 11 o'clock at night. And I wanted to start to get into this book. So I laid down with them. Okay, it's going to be reading time. I'm just going to read her book. So you guys don't even pay attention and you just go to sleep. And the first chapter is like somebody getting impaled. So I had to get really creative and change all the words out loud. (laughs) And instead of saying blood and death and all of these super gory words, I, I just made up a lot of the story. I read the <laughs> the words, but I would skip over so much. Uh, and then they started to talk about the war. And I'm like, wow, I don't think I'm going to be able to read this to the kids. I thought this was going to be something like a little bit more PG than the rest of our books. But the beginning was not. But no. in so, chapter two and three, it got so a So avoid reading this, you two-year-old and four-year-old, at least the prologue. <laughs> you can start right in at chapter one, but just skip the prologue. Yeah. So in chapter one, we meet Laszlo. Laszlo Strange. And he is named after a monk's uncle who didn't have a tongue. <laughs> yeah. uh, because the monks that named him didn't think he would survive, so the name wouldn't matter. Right. And he was also a very quiet child. He never cried. He was grey and they thought he would die and he didn't cry. Hmm. He survived. And uh, his last name, Strange, is the name given to all orphans in the country of Zosma. Hmm. Um, so I like that. I like the idea that you have a, a name for all the orphans. We had that in, in Gideon the Ninth. And we right. had, uh, it's been others where there's like uh, Jon Snow. King, uh, Game of Thrones is the same, where mm-hmm. all of the... Snow is the um, is the last name of all the orphans in the north, and mm. and it was the other name in the different kingdoms in the seven kingdoms. But I like I really enjoy that idea. I think cool. it's uh, it's cool. I mean, it's a little bit uh, of branding though, knowing that hey, this is an orphan. Look, he's a strange. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Um, I I like the idea. And they live in this town of Zosma in the kingdom of Zosma, and. Uh, when I was trying to to summarize this, I couldn't remember if it was on the other side of a desert or on the other side of a mountain. There's a city, a town, anyways, that no one's allowed to enter. 
And for about 200 years, no one has left the town either. Before then, it used to be things coming out of the town, but nothing going in, from mm. what I understood. Mm. And there was lots of trade happening or fantastical things that you could purchase from this town. And um, 15 years ago, when Laszlo was five, uh, he had all of these stories about this town from this old monk who was really, really mean, but he told stories, so Laszlo liked him. Uh, and he's playing this game where he's a knight and all of a sudden the name of the town just disappears from his mind. Like he cannot remember it anymore and it's being replaced by weep. And this happened in not just Laszlo's mind, but everyone's mind and also all the written texts about this town. It just changed. The name just disappeared and it's now just weep instead. Um, And uh, Laszlo is absolutely fascinated by weep. And he has spent his life researching it and he has compiled um, all of his research into books. Um, So he has this complete work that he's working on for all the things he finds about Weep. Um, And he works in the library. He's now 20 years old. And we find out in this that all people have two hearts. Mm -hmm. One for blood and one for spirit. And you can actually use spirit. uh, And being spiritless is like the worst thing that you can be kind of thing. And one day, the godson of the queen and the most well-known scholar and alchemist, Thion, Thion Nero, comes to the library and requests the complete works of Laszlo Strange. And Laszlo's like, I don't want to keep them. <laughs> uh, and Thion is the golden boy. He is the godson of the queen. He is beautiful. He's smart. Mm. He's rich. He's mm. brought up wealthy. He has everything. He's a fantastic scholar. He's uh, got an amazing mind. And he managed... The feat of turning other metal into gold at the age of 16. Right. Which had never been hap- done before. Um, so uh, that's that's what happens in the first three chapters. And, so uh, what do you think is going to happen? I'm like, all right, <laughs> I think. <laughs> I had to go deep here because we don't get given much in these first three. It's, I mean, it's lots of world building, but yeah. as far as where the story might go, we don't mm. have a lot. No, that's true. But I think that Thion and Laszlo will go on an adventure to weep. I think this is what's going to happen. And uh, they will find out what actually happened and what makes Weep so special. Mm -hmm. And they will probably also break whatever curses on Weep, which means nothing leaves. Because this is in the prologue. When this blue person falls, there's a scream and the ghost sits on their chest and the ghost cannot leave. So it seems that before no one could enter this town of Weep, but now it seems no one can leave either. Um, And in this, it's a... They talk a little bit about dreams and how the worst kind of thing that can happen to you is your dream being given to someone else Mm. kind of thing. And I think this might be like you dream something and your dream comes true. Like someone else gets your dream to come true for them kind of Mm -hmm. thing. Um, This, I think, because they mentioned it, it would probably be a part of it. But I think there's going to be an adventure. I think they're going to go to weep and I think they're going to help weep one way or another. Probably by, I don't know, dreaming maybe. Cool. I'm grasping here. Yeah, yeah. Help but me that's, out. That's great. Help I, <laughs> do you know what? I don't know if it's just me reading all these uh, girly romance books over the summertime, but when they met each other with mm-hmm. Dion and, and I Strange thought it was romance, met, there was a ro- oh, there was sparks, they right? Were sparks. They were I knew it. Sparks. I, knew I felt it. it too. I'm like, I was like, this hmm. is gonna be. 
romantic. <laughs> it is. Yeah, I believe so. So I think that there's some sparks. I th- I predict love. I think that they're going to go on a journey just like you had thought also. Mm-hmm. Since they're in the library, I thought that there was going to be some magic that comes out of that. But then, of course, he just is reading receipts of things that are magic in Weep. Mm-hmm. So either the, they create magic together because Thion can create magic. Uh, and find a way to weep and or find a way to break the spell in order to get to weep. And then magic comes back into their world, I think, mm-hmm. earlier than that being the entire purpose of the book. Fair enough. So that that once magic is happening in the world, then the world continues to build. Is there a second book? Because it yes, feels like, okay, I was going to say, it feels like this is something that we're building up mm-hmm. towards. There's a book too. It's a duology. So we'll see... And then I also predict Thion is going to become uh, the predecessor of the queen. So yeah, probably. And the two of them fall in love and become king and king and live happily ever after with a lot of magic. The end. <laughs> uh, no love triangle. There's you no love triangle. Wanna, you don't want to throw maybe the with the dragon, the blue, blue skin, skin girl into there. She was dead. Though, oh, a ghost love. Yeah. I, I mean, who doesn't yeah. love ghost yeah. love? Of course. I love that we're having music in all of our. <laughs> I don't know. I now sing episodes. every episode. It's a Leah's singing moment. Uh, I don't know. I love that song though. That's a white stripe song. Okay, well that's no mm, ghost. Yeah. That's extra cool. I would like that. We did music quiz this summer, so that was fun too. You did? Were you good at it? No, it turns out I know nothing about Swedish music and I'm absolutely useless when it comes to this stuff. And if it's, Yeah, I, I have a very narrow window of knowing only music from maybe the 90s in Sweden. Only 90s. So if there's anything that's after the 90s or before the 90s, I'm, I don't know it. And oh. I barely know anything from the 90s either. So yeah, I was not very helpful in the music. <laughs> <laughs> but I liked it. It was fun. <laughs> Uh, we heard some crazy trance music in our oh, rickshaw in Copenhagen this summer. Um, ah, vacation, right? So vacation. Vacation yeah. and trance music. Those are the two things that go together. Yeah. Well, music hour is... Uh, music moment is done. <laughs> uh, we finished our three chapters. We've done our predictions. Is there anything else we usually do? You know, we are back off the vacation, so we need to make sure... It's like when it's vacation brain, like, like, is everything yeah. You know, like, when you get to the office and you can't remember your passcode to get in, like, every or you single your freaking keys year. and you're like, where's my phone? Oh, I forgot money oh, because I have to buy Oh, the password to get into your computer? That oh, one that is one. also great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, Vacation think... Brain has let us in actual organization today, I should say. <laughs> and we have I mean, we're already it. late with this we're... episode, so I know. it's a day late. We're <laughs> starting off great time. by being a day late. Mm. Uh, so yeah, happy reading. Uh, this is a big one, so uh, the book is fairly long. So if you want to read along with us, know that you have one day less. So quickly, what? quickly. <laughs> Out and buy this, or just you know, use your phone and buy the ebook that works much quicker. You yeah. don't need to run for anything <laughs> if you just use your phone and read along with us. And uh, we will be back on our regularly scheduled time of Tuesday next week <laughs> to have finished this uh, book. And until then, happy reading! Happy reading! Bye! Bye. We'd Rather Be Reading is an original podcast by Jerrica Ceron and Leah Sanfer. 
Theme music for The Penguins, written and performed by David Allred from the album The Transition, courtesy of Erased Tapes. Please check him out on Spotify and check us out on social media. We're on Facebook and Instagram at We'd Rather Be Reading and on Twitter at We'd Rather Read. You can also email us at We'd Rather Be Reading the Pod at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.